Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. Hi. <laughs> Hi. How are you? I'm good. Sunny. You enjoying the warmth. Enjoying... Oh my God. Did you read outside yesterday? I did so. Oh, it's the best. It's I've just been best. reading in the hammock and I'm just like loving that life. <laughs> I need a hammock because my chairs are only comfortable for like a certain amount of time. I you need, 100% need a hammock. I need the hammock. And then like, also, I feel like in the hammock, you can like pull the hammock over you a little bit and be like, okay, a little shade from the sun. I call myself a green bean. I feel like a green <laughs> bean when I do that. Like, I'm like, do I look like a bean? And Marty's just like shaking his head at me. But the other oh, no. cool thing is that you can sit in it like sideways. So it's more like a swing and then you're not as relaxed. You know, uh-huh. it's not snooze time. It's reading time, uh-huh. but you get some okay. motion in the ocean. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I get your vibes. Recommend. Highly recommend. I get what you're putting down. Yeah. It's a good time. It's a really good time. What What's new? What are you reading in your hammock? I'm still reading one, two, three. I'm almost done though because I couldn't sleep last night. So I was up reading. Pew, pew, pew. Oh, and I'm listening to Firekeeper's Daughter. Oh, yeah. how is it? I need to know. It's, it's so good. It's so okay. good. Okay. It's okay. So okay. good. Yeah. And it's cool because you know everything that happens. Mm-hmm. So like I'm at the beginning with like Jamie and Donna's interactions and they're getting to know each other. And then you just think about what happened. Oh, so I, I need know. to, read that. I need to, I need to reread it. Oh, oh God, so no, good. you need to listen to it. It's so, because remember how Angeline had said that they yes. had gotten an indigenous woman. And so she's mm-hmm. saying all of the words and it, it, the way that she speaks. And it's just really, it's, I, it's worth a listen. Just kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Shifts. 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 Yeah. So anyway, what are you reading? What? Tell me. I'm still reading. Here? No, I'm finally. <laughs> fuck. No. I. What did I start last week? Station Eleven. Oh yeah, yeah it's yeah, good. Yeah. 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 yeah? yeah. That's yeah? a good read. Good summer yeah. read, I think. Even yeah. though it's taking place like in the winter, but whatever. And it's kind of pandemic. Yeah. It's not giving you anxiety. No, because I have antidepressants, so I'm very stable. (laughs) Oh, speaking of which, I don't think I've taken mine this morning. Um, I just started listening to Unraveled about the Long Island serial killer. Okay. Interesting. Oh, okay. Billy Jensen. Oh, it's Billy Jensen? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I started listening to it. That's weird. I just started listening to uh another billy jensen one called the first degree yeah yes weird that we both did that like we have espn or something it's like we have eps's yeah eps's yes espn on eps about espn yeah yes Mm -hmm. yes exactly and we're all just Mm -hmm. made of um vector and we're all just nodes oh and you know we don't have any pixel like you know information (laughs) unless you're a jpeg hidden inside a vector file (laughs) which i mean i that might be who i am (laughs) that might be who i am as a person (laughs) actually now that you say that i think that describes us perfectly well we're just we're just hiding We're, we're, we're high hopes, but then when you open the file, just JPEGs in a vector file, mm-hmm. someone's just put a little JPEG in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, love mm-hmm. that. Love, love that, that for us. <laughs> OMG. Well, do you read, we have any babes? Do we book. have anything new? Bookkeeping wise? No, no babes. People don't love what us anymore. <laughs> I guess I'm just 
might as well just stop okay we're done bye yeah in the middle of done. this book <laughs> it's book club ba- it's book club babes full full force now <laughs> that's all it is so all we're gonna do is talk about feet I hate it so I hate it I hate it I hate it oh my god all we're gonna do is talk about how much we hate feet (laughs) yeah but put your socks on your nasty feet okay (laughs) or just like take care of them or just like put a little toenail polish and like don't put them near my face yes exactly that's probably the best route and wear socks in your shoes not necessary I don't want to support that I'm a big fan of no socks and shoes no socks and shoes still get service <laughs> I'm not about that. not at Chantal's house not at my house ick, ick, like, ick. take those dirty feet out of here smell yeah. cheese <laughs> um okay. we did something new this week Oh, yes, we did. We hacked the system over a year in. (laughs) We hacked the system. Well, I'm not entirely sure we would have been able, maybe a couple of books, right? But this one is. This week, I'm Riley, and that's all you need to know. And so let's just say it made things a little easier. Super easier. Way less notes. You could speedy through the chapters you have to take notes on. I loved it. And, um, Fuck, it's gone. I don't know what else. <laughs> the train has left the station. Wee, wee. Wee, wee, wee. Oh, what was I gonna say though? I feel like it was it was and this is good. Okay. Happened. Right. And happened. notes and convenience. Ugh, I don't know. Let's just Time go for, for more activities. Okay. Let's just go for it. Okay. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Okay. So last week we left off on a cliffhanger of a letter being sent along with the painting from the biggest, the biggest cliffhanger, the biggest one. And we both were a little mini reader aheaders. We had to read who it was from at least. I just had to know who it was from. At least had to know. Yeah. So then we start off this week with said letter and the Mm -hmm. letter is from Riley. So she's been having a hard time. Obviously, we all know that since Vaughn left and Sachi just thought that it might be a good exercise to maybe write him a letter to get some closure because nobody else really knows what happened between them. Nobody really understands Riley is feeling, mm-hmm. um, but she doesn't even understand like what even happened between us right um, exactly he's yeah. just like i'm a terrible person Listen, and, and i've gotta go <laughs> gotta go <laughs> and it's illegal and i did illegal stuff i gotta go so, Bye. Uh, i'm gonna get arrested if i tell you <laughs> <laughs> gotta go get, uh, bad get person the, riley <laughs> get the fuck out of here, fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> literally that was the direct quote from the book if anybody was wondering yes. Get the fuck out of here, pop of pork chop sandwiches. Pork yeah. Sandwiches. <laughs> um, so the Vaughn has left Riley wondering, like, what even happened. She's tell told him, I haven't told anybody, but I've been bottling it all up, and that that hasn't helped. And I ended up in the hospital because Whoop. I fell and and cracked my head open. 
um she's been depressed and they tried to like put her on antidepressants but luckily Sachi stepped in and said that that wasn't the reason why she wasn't eating sleeping blah 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 um so Sachi brought her home and regimented her life essentially Mm -hmm. every day she has to go for like an hour walk she has to work in the garden and you have to like clean up your room essentially Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and she tells Vaughn that the moon seas have gone bye-bye. They have left the building. They're gone. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. And then she drops the bombshell that she's included her journal. <laughs> and then she does say that the journal isn't the whole truth. Um, but I don't think that you're telling me the truth about why you wanted to read it. Um, she's told him, telling him that she's figured out that she's, he's lied about things, um, and that you were interested in me before I even said your name or before I even said my name. Um, and then like, if you are so enamored by me, then why did you leave when I was in your bed? Mm-hmm. All valid things in retrospect. Yeah. 100%. Um, and essentially she's like, okay, um, so yeah, so read my journal and then inspector gadget it and read it, uh, burn it. I mean, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> um, bye. Yeah. Not even like talk to you later. Just like, Kate, here you go. Burn this All right. burn after reading. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> All right. So Riley has sent the journal. We know this Vaughn is feeling like he's killed the magic of their home at the farm which let's be honest he kind of has harsh their vibe a little bit just based on like Riley getting in this unknown accident he doesn't know what happened but then like he just feels like it's a different kind of vibe Mm -hmm. um he ends up he's obviously flattered he's flustered and he was also drinking wine while he did this task of opening the letter which that's okay sometimes Mm -hmm. you need a little bit of "Mm." um and he accidentally knocks over his wine glass and it gives him these like weird flashbacks about when he was a child and when his father was raging so we do find out that his father was quite abusive towards him um so both Riley and Vaughn have had quite a tumultuous childhood. So mm-hmm. they kind of have that in common, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I fe- I'm thinking that Vaughn pulled a uh, Duncan. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that Vaughn pulled a Duncan. Okay. That's where, that's where I'm going, but I don't know now. I don't know. Okay. I okay. feel like there's, there's just like so much hype about whatever happened. Yes. Yes. It better be good. It better not be like a stupid little, oh, I stood on the balcony. Oh. oh <laughs> and stood there for an hour and yeah. then <laughs> walked away and then jumped. Okay. Bye. That was just so like anticlimactic. Like that wasn't yeah. good. That wasn't good enough. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so he is thinking about a particular line from the journal that, or from the letter that Riley had written, I had problems long before I met you. I inherited issues from my parents. And that's also resonating with Vaughn. Um, He's subconsciously comparing the two of them, him and Riley, thinking about what happened to him and not wanting Riley to have also experienced something so bad. Like he doesn't want that to have been true for Riley, which I get, but like, also you can't, (laughs) can't change it. It is what it is. Um. And he feels this kind of was so Vaughn, but, and it kind of pissed me off, but he feels like he has fabricated her entire life for her. And that maybe now it's time to let her speak for herself. And I wrote, duh, like, it's totally true. He had this idea of what he thought that Riley was going to be. And so he didn't like allow her to have her own past. I know. (laughs) I know there are some parts like you're seeing him start to change a shift in him, but there's still some yeah. parts in this part where you're just like, seriously, you're guy, still, you still suck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're trying, but you suck. Yeah. Yeah. Vaughn starts reading Riley's journal that the journal is after, sorry, Julia died is where she Riley starts it. And that 
the earth was so unbearable to be part of is that so she lived on the moon every day um yes um again just a reminder that she was only 11 when aunt julia died and um she's starting to feel like because every day with julia was so magical that just day-to-day life is so unbearable for her like Mm -hmm. i just said um so we get a little bit of a backstory about um that Riley and Nikki had moved in with Julia when Riley was five so they spent six years together Riley and Julia and it was very evident from the beginning that Julia was everything to Riley Mm -hmm. um she's her reason why she loves the moon and the moon seas she's this different type of telescope called the Celestron hopefully I'm saying that right And it was like an old type of telescope that people used to use back in the day where they didn't realize that the craters on the moon were craters. They thought they Mm -hmm. were seas and that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's where all the different seas came from. And Julia taught her all of that. Um, So before Julia, Riley and Nikki's life were just dirty apartments with weird people and sometimes they even experienced homelessness which is sad um when like when julia came into riley's mm -hmm. life it was literally the point where she started to have any sort of stability stability and any sort of sort of caretaker like Mm -hmm. she was the caretaker for her mother as a child yes yes, so of course she thinks so highly of julia like exactly her first mom She's offering stability and that's all a child wants, I think. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, I, they don't even know that they want it. No, exactly. (laughs) It's what they need. Exactly. (laughs) Quote unquote, her living on the moon is her disassociating. I think we all can understand Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Um, so a lot of the time she's very not there, like blank expression, drawn in, not talking, not interacting anything. Um, they've asked her to come to lunch at the guidance counselor office the guidance counselor is kind of like pushing and asking a little questions here and there about her mom like oh what did she pack you for lunch and all this stuff Mm -hmm. and she needs to be on point but she's kind of in and out of these disassociative states while she's even talking to her guidance counselor and she's worried that if her mom gets reported to like children's services or the police that they're going to find out the truth, whatever that is, still don't know what Mm -hmm. that is. And that they're going to take Riley away from Julia's house, which is what Mm -hmm. the only thing Riley has clinging on to right now. Um, This doesn't end up appeasing the guidance counselor and she's going to call, I'm going to call your mom essentially is how that uh, ended up. But Riley's very worried because she knows she takes care of everything from like reminding her mother to pay bills and grocery shopping and cooking and everything because her mother is having substance abuse issues. And there's just Mm -hmm. weird people coming in and out of Julia's house, which would be deeply hurtful if that was like somewhere you would call like her safe place. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. And I don't know. Okay. Yeah. We find a little, a little bit more about Nikki here. Um, Nikki and Julia's relationship. Um, So she's on her way home from school and she's fixating on what's going to happen when she's arrives home. Is Nikki going to be mad about the school calling? This could be very dangerous for um, Riley to come into the house while Nikki is on a rampage essentially Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. being called out. Um, She disassociates a a few times. while she's like going up to her house she's realizing um her mother um, has taken all of julia's items out of the house and like put them in the front porch so like when she sees these things she gets emotional understandably um she won't let any of julia's items in the house she sold the celestron riley was trying to even like hide that from her mom blah 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 yada yada what kind of fucking messed up game is that i know it's like literally why do you care about that like it's awful yeah 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 um so after that we find out that nikki and julia were actually half siblings um 
their dad is the common factor there and the dad um, owned the house and that's why Nikki wants her money she needs to be they need to be on their quote unquote best behavior so that they can get the money for the house and so that Nikki can get money for probably I would assume drugs and other Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. um so Riley's kind of disassociating and wandering through the house looking for her mom there's nobody there seems like so she thought she was stoned somewhere in the house and then all of a sudden there she is on the kitchen floor face down in a pool of blood that is traumatic Mm. and then she realizes like then you start she starts mentioning like the ticking of the clock so that kind of comes Mm -hmm. in from the beginning um she touches the blood to like know that this is actually real Mm -hmm. um and then she leaves off on that chapter saying I killed her because she thought that she had disassociated and took taken the baseball bat from the front porch and killed her Jesus Christ that's (laughs) a lot to unpack (laughs) (laughs) a lot a lot so Vaughn's reading this obviously (laughs) and he drops the journal once he gets to that point um and he obviously doesn't think that she's killed her mother but he's worried that she thinks that she did kill her mother Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and this little nugget of knowledge changes everything for him so he puts on his mother's key necklace which he's never worn before so somehow this seems significant even just based on Sachi incorporating a key into the painting, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Um, and he decides that he can make it to Riley's house. <laughs> he can get a plane ticket and rent a car and just hop on over. Cash. I'm no big deal. <laughs> on a jet, jet plane. So he does that. And he decides that he is going to tell Riley everything. I wonder if we'll ever know. Uh, what I wonder <laughs> if we'll ever know. Like, <laughs> literally ever know just tell her just tell her so we tell can her know. yeah okay so he arrives at the farm and Sachi greets him he notices that she's not as friendly as she was before but she's also not rude either um, I mean hello. it just seems like it's probably to be expected yeah. yeah he just like ruined her like adoptive daughter and then he's back like unexpectedly mm-hmm. she's probably like what why <laughs> why you got to come back here man yeah um so riley is out but sachi invites him in to wait they have a little tea vaughn asks what she knows about riley's mother and aunt and sachi is shocked that riley has shared anything with vaughn because she's never said anything to the family to alec and sachi about her mom and her aunt so it seems sort of significant that she has opened up to Vaughn. They don't know if it's a journal, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and he Vaughn is also feeling like he's the wrong person for her to have confided in, which is like, yeah, <laughs> probably is. But like, mm-hmm. we'll see how this goes. Mm-hmm. Um, Sashi tells him about how when she first came to the farm, Riley was super closed off. But when she started drawing the moon seas, she seemed to come back a little. Um, And Sashi and Alec have no idea what the meaning of the moon seas are. Like, they don't know the significance of them. They just know that it's a thing for Riley. Um, But then after Kieran was born, Riley fully came back to life. It seemed she just started, like, becoming more... um, Inter- intermingling with the family and she just really loved Kieran and that is the time when the ste- the seas started having color in them but the serpent also arrived at that time as well so kind of just some symbolism I think symbols symbols this was cute Sachi thinks that Kieran waited to be born until Riley arrived because they were having fertility issues and yeah. Kieran and Riley are so bonded like it's almost as if they both needed each other which is so cute I know, and that like, is really sweet I love that yeah Kieran wouldn't necessarily have been able to have been his true self if it was not for the boxes of clothes that Riley had brought with her so it just kind of all connected and was very sweet mm-hmm. um 
and they discuss Kieran a little bit, his fossils and his clocks and the magic. And then Riley is home. Yeah, Riley shows up and is like, whoa, brand new whip. <laughs> Who dis? <laughs> but she knows. She knows. Um, so yeah, essentially she knows right away and wants to hide. So like she pieces out to her bedroom. She's like, I can't. Um, <laughs> this is a lot is to take. In. Yeah, exactly. So she goes to her room and is like, boohoo, cry, cry. Um, <laughs> Sachi comes up and is like, un- this is understandable. If you want him to leave, he can leave. If you want him to stay, he can stay or whatever. Yeah. Um, trying to support like her and it's yeah support her in whatever her decision is and she is obviously conflicted but deep down wants him to stay Alec puts his head in the door and say he's leaving see ya like <laughs> he's but, gotta go <laughs> yeah he's going he's gone um so then she runs down the stairs but Kieran had stopped to talk to Vaughn which was cute because he's into he's cars so right now Yes, that's really sweet. Sorry, Vaughn stays. They start talking about what happened to Nikki. And it's very easy for Riley to talk with him now that he she he knows a bit about her and she doesn't mm-hmm. have to like open up in front of him mm-hmm. right from the beginning. Yeah. So he had been asking, like, I hope you know that you didn't kill your mom or whatever. And she does mm-hmm. know that she was murdered by somebody who was robbing the house and they were never caught. Hmm? 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 Vaughn is apologetic about like her mom dying about Julia, about how he treated her um, and tells her that um, he understands her and understands abuse And he tells him a bit about his mom and dad. She asks like, why do you leave or whatever? And he can't explain it because it's complicated. I can't tell you right now, but it's complicated. But for some reason, this appeases Riley. Of course it does. And it's because, and she's wondering like, why is this enough for me? Is it because he told me about his family or is it because I'm not telling the whole truth either? Which... Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She, she invites him to stay in the loft. He's like, nah. And then she's like, okay, well just then stay at the air, the Airbnb, the B and B. It can be whatever you want. It, it could be, be whatever you want. It could be. It probably is listed on <laughs> there. Is, yeah. He's like asking, why do you want me to stay? And like, it's this whole like <laughs> back and forth, Feed blah, blah, ego. blah. Mm-hmm. Give me exactly. egos for my ego. <laughs> exactly. Egg. Exactly. Egg. Oh, exactly. Um, Excellent. So they go to the be- the bed and breakfast. They're like, no rooms, but you can stay in this half renoed boathouse. <laughs> Enjoy. And then turns out that Riley used to work there. So the owner is like, you give him the lowdown. Here you go. Hope you hear a loon soon because he had never heard a loon, which mm-hmm. is he loony tune for never heard a loon. <laughs> Riley's like, we got to go check in blah 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 and this is another cringy part where Vaughn's like but they'll know my real name if I check in (laughs) 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 oh geez nobody cares Um, no one literally nobody um she asks what his real name is because he confesses that like that's not his real name question dodged Mm. whatever um and then she's like okay well I'm gonna go away for a few days and I'm going researching with Alec or whatever I'll see when I get back (laughs) see you later but she's feeling really torn like the part of Nick uh part of her that is she thinks is Nikki is saying like cancel and stay with him and the part that's Julia is saying like go if he's still there when you come back and if he respects you and the time away that could be good for you too Distance makes the heart grow fonder. So Vaughn is regretting coming spontaneously, (laughs) which is true. Like, why would you not? There is like a nice element to being spontaneous, but also like, hey, are you available? That also works, (laughs) especially when you're flying across the country. Yeah. Or like call Saatchi, like, hey, is Riley going to be around? Or like, is she leaving for a few days? 
got plans like a boyfriend maybe who knows <laughs> honestly okay honestly so riley's gonna be away all weekend but she wants him to stick around for when she's back and he agrees that he's gonna do this he heads out for dinner and solo drinks classic vaughn two girls end up sitting with him and he gives them the name tyler he tells them his name is tyler Mm-hmm. they ask about the porsche outside he's obviously thinks that they're interested in him because of the car because vaughn's fucking weird classic <laughs> he tells them he has a girlfriend and they try to convince him to stay like he's like ah, i'm gonna go and i think that we saw this scene because i was like why is this relevant but i think that it's just there to kind of show that he how much he's changed like he's not because he does mention mm-hmm. that the one girl is totally the type of girl that he would usually go for. And it mm-hmm. seemed like they it was very easy and they were sort of throwing themselves at him. And usually that's his vibe. But mm-hmm. he decided to be a decent human being and mm-hmm. peace out from them. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the next day is a repeat of the previous day. When he comes home, he there's a note on his door saying that Riley had called. She can't make it back until Tuesday now. But would he like to come for lunch? And she gives him his cell, her cell phone number for him to text. And he's like, yeah, I'll come for lunch. So the next morning, he goes for a run because he's like all big into the fitness right nice. now. Fitness. fitness. Um, pizza in my mouth. <laughs> fitness pizza in my mouth. Yeah. Okay. So then he comes back from his run and Colton is there at the Airbnb. <laughs> Airbnb. Um. And Colton insists on them going out for breakfast, uh, and he's going to drive. So this is a trap. (laughs) This is a trap. Be alarmed, Vaughn. So Vaughn kind of feels like Colton is taking stabs at him and watching him. Like, he can tell that he's there on, like, brother patrol. Like, he's like, what are you doing here? So. Yes. Sussing it out. They go out. out. Yeah. Yeah. So Vaughn, they go out for their breakfast and apparently it's like this thing and whatever, whatever, it doesn't really matter. But Vaughn feels like, or sorry, Vaughn finally asks Colton why he's there and Colton says to ask Vaughn the exact same thing. Um, They end up having like a little altercation. There's like a little bit of some hands, some hands being placed on and stuff. Um. And Colton tells Vaughn that Riley is fragile and he kind of mentions like what happened to her. Um, And Vaughn thinks that Colton's wrong about Riley being fragile. Like he doesn't Mm -hmm. see her as that. Asks Vaughn if he loves her. And Vaughn gives a non-answer by saying he's only spent like a week with her. And then he asks Colton if he loves her. And it was like the cutest answer ever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's like, he says that he'll always love her, but she wants him to love her like a brother. So he does, which is cute. Mm -hmm. Um, Then they have their little, whatever, it's all good. So then Vaughn decides to go for a little hike. He asks Colton where he can go for a hike and Colton tells him and he goes for this hike. (sighs) And then he wonders why he's been thinking of his dad so much since he's been back in Wisconsin and he falls asleep to nature noises, like a sweet little thing. Weep, weep, weep. Um, he goes to the farm the next day when he's driving in, Kieran is sitting there in a co- in a chair and it's like weird. <laughs> he's got a wristwatch. Yeah. Which is weird. Vaughn is late. Kieran makes sure to let him know that. <laughs> And Kieran tells him that he is his official guide to the picnic and they walk into an apple orchard and this picnic sounds absolutely fucking gorgeous. There's apple blossoms everywhere. They're having a picnic like in the orchard. It just sounds delightful. Um, Alec is not at the picnic, but that's Mm -hmm. fine. He's, Mm -hmm. he's kind of like hands off right now. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But Vaughn brings everyone gifts. So for Kieran that he found on his hike, which was very sweet. And another yes. like little illustration of how he's yes. changed, I think, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But for Kieran, he brings a fossil. For Sachi, he brings a little crow skull. For Alec, he brings a moth. And for Riley, he brings moonstone, which is mm-hmm. really cute. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, 
they have and then Riley and Vaughn have this bit about like Vaughn being stuck in a stone and it's like some ancient Greece story I don't know I'm I just made that up but it's like mm-hmm. some myth or whatever yes mythology you know Vaughn's in a mythology stone. and stuff. yeah some shit like that whatever Riley says that it was Vaughn who helped her see that her moon seas were like a cage for her um and Vaughn is worried that the reason why he came to the farm is going to ruin the whole family and then they kiss <laughs> Riley is um reflecting I guess on the night that things started to change for her and open up out of her shell once she came to the farm um and it was the night that Alec took her into the forest at first she thought he was gonna murder her which like yeah totally yes Yes. (laughs) because all there was was like a sheet in the light and she was like where am I that gave me Dexter vibes like I was like Mm. okay so he set up a sheet in the woods for the murder okay (laughs) yep yep okay okay so Riley is not doesn't she's thinking that she's thinking this but she's explaining that she at first resented Saatchi and Alec for making her leave Julia's house, um, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. And um, we also find out that Nikki was actually shot and it was like, she was almost like she was trapped in the house and she almost got away, but she didn't mm-hmm. from whoever the killer is. Um, so then Alec had this idea um, of trying to get her out of, her shell by um using animals and what else or some sort of connection to something physical um and of course what would be better than moths for alex so mm-hmm. the sheet and the light was actually to attract the moths and so alex- cool. mm-hmm, yeah and a bunch of other insects and alec explains to her that she riley ex- reminds her of a moth in a trap and wants to give her the space and I he explained to her that he doesn't understand what the moon sees mean to you and I won't ask like he's very hands-off and just wants Mm -hmm. to be there and supportive for her um but he does understand that it somehow connects you to the life that you lost which is would be a powerful thing to say instead of like your old life or like Julia or your mom or whatever and she did lose her old life which is yeah it was sad. taken from her yeah, definitely it, exactly mm-hmm. that's a good um, point mm-hmm. so he tells her that um it's time to start to find a way to step away from the moon and come into like the real world quote unquote but the moons are always there essentially mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and Alec then proceeds to show her all the moths and insects that are attracted to the light. And she, of course, he, of course, shows her the Luna moth. And she is almost like instantly changed, it seems like, in this scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, she even like says that the moon is in her hands now. It's like bringing her back to reality, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, so she then recognizes that she can see, um, Julia and Alex's eyes and his kindness. And that for the first time in a long time that she feels like she has family again. Um, and that is the first time she felt the magic of the farm. And then after that, and after when Kieran was born, she embraced all of the magic. Um, Later on, Alec explained the reason for that night to her, and I liked this part, and that her spirit, he explained to her that her spirit was so far away and it needed to be guided back, and what's more perfect than a Luna moth? (laughs) Yeah. Yes. So sweet. I know, right? So pretty much Vaughn and Riley are inseparable. Blech. And he says, she says, let's go watch the moon rise. And then I wrote, maybe something else will rise too. <laughs> yes, there is lots yeah. of rising. Mm-hmm. 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 
Boner Club Babes, we are here. We're back. We're back. <laughs> when you least expect it. <laughs> Showing. They're both very quiet. She doesn't want to disturb the balance that they've created. Um, they're walking to a place to watch the moon rise, and it's the same place that Sachi painted her nude. Um, and she explains that noodles. She explained <laughs> that she wanted. <laughs> Um, Sachi to paint her because she was feeling trapped on the farm like she had never had a boyfriend a kiss a relationship anything like that so she's feeling like being a 20 year old and not experiencing those things was making her feel trapped Mm -hmm. Um, she felt that way until she met Vaughn though Um, he's going she he wants to talk we should talk before this goes any further is what he's saying and she's like you're ruining the moment yeah please (laughs) um and she's worried that he's going to confess to her, confess something to her. And then she's worried that she'll be expected to also confess something. So she leaves it. What? At, <laughs> what know, is it? Right? <laughs> she leaves it at like, I don't need to know anything more about you. <laughs> you don't know, need to know anything about me. You've paid for your mistakes and I can see that you've changed. <laughs> Oh dear. They talk about the moon a little bit. And then they also talk a little bit about more about Julia, which is sweet. Mm -hmm. Um, explained to her, him that Julia had did indeed have a soulmate, but, um, he ended up dying just shortly before their wedding and she moved to New York city, which is interesting. And she was a librarian. Um, Vaughn makes a remark that she was surprised that he was surprised that she would come back to Chicago, which mm-hmm. is more like his storyline, mm-hmm. not like anybody else's. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, we find out that she took back, uh, she came back to take care of her father and then enter Riley and Nikki who Nikki only wanted the money. Right. And so, mm-hmm. um, but once Julia met, Riley she could never let Riley out of her sight so she essentially just put up with her sister to make sure that Riley was okay Mm -hmm, exactly just to Mm -hmm. to keep an eye on Riley um she says that she's like never talked about this with anybody and then she's like okay let's make out now (laughs) (laughs) and then they take their clothes off obviously and she notices the key and Riley makes a comment about Sachi liking keys. Interesting. And then she asks why. Um, and then he explains that his mom gave it to her. And then she's just like, okay, let's get naked. Come on, let's go. She just wants. Let's canoodle. <laughs> yeah, let's canoodle. Let's uh, smoochy woochie. And then, <laughs> of course, they're like getting undressed and like in between makeout sessions and stuff like this. And it's like, then she asks like hard hitting questions like why'd you come back yeah (laughs) is this the right moment (laughs) yeah and then like Vaughn legitimately asks like why are you asking me this is this therapy and she's like yeah it is (laughs) um he explains that the journal makes him feel connected to Riley blah 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 I feel like that's like the quote-unquote right thing to say Mm -hmm. but um and that he has things that they both have things that they want to save that will break them apart in the end. Um, he doesn't feel like he deserves her magic. He says, or Riley says, yes, you do. Like, you're not that person, blah, blah, blah. And then mm-hmm. bow, chicka, wow, wow. Bow, chicka, wow, wow. <laughs> Forest dwellings in their <laughs> pants. <laughs> Vaughn is distressed that they've been screwing for a week and he hasn't told her the truth. Eek. Eek. And if they've been screwing for a week and he hasn't told the truth and the truth is that he's her brother, I'm going to be so pissed. That is, that is not right. Like at this point, I'm hoping that he killed her mom or something like that's yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're driving in Vaughn's car. Um, we find out that Vaughn's 30th birthday is four months away. And Riley knows this because she wikipedia it, which is funny. Vaughn doesn't looked, love yeah. that, but it's okay. <laughs> um, he was born in late September. And Riley says that it's nice there that time of year. And that this is the first time that the future has been mentioned at all between them. Um, because they were both sort of playing this game of living in the present. 
Um, and when they first met, they didn't talk at all about their past. So it's kind of this very, mm-hmm. you know, present thing mm-hmm. for them. Um, he thinks that eventually she'll start asking about the Riley dedication in his books and he will eventually have to leave her like all the others, which is like, what the fuck? If you don't want people to ask about it, don't fucking write it. Like, don't put it out there. Yeah. Shit, I don't even, it's so backwards. I don't get it. Anyway. I don't understand him. Hopefully by the end of the book, we find out because I'm going to be so Hopefully. pissed if we don't. Oh my God. Imagine. <laughs> that would be the <laughs> worst <laughs> joke. Oh ever. my god. That would be funny though. Okay, okay. Um he feels like there are two versions of himself, like a cold version of Vaughn and a warm version of Vaughn that is solely who he is when he's around Riley. He doesn't experience that version of himself anywhere else. So he does feel connected to her. Um and the colder version of him is just who he is in his past and even like before he met Riley, I guess. Um, Vaughn bought Alec a $250 bottle of whiskey, which is interesting. He knows that Alec isn't like really into material things, but Alec hasn't been very welcoming towards Vaughn. So I guess he's just like trying to bond. I wonder why. (laughs) Yeah, honestly. (laughs) Honestly. Um, They've been making dinner together every night and he's learning from Sachi and Riley about cooking. And this is something that he didn't realize that families could be like this mm-hmm. and get along and actually like one another and work together and learn from each other um, and not be totally dysfunctional and abusive, which is very eye-opening, I think, when, especially if he's almost 30 and he never knew, like that's- True, a true family, yeah. Yeah, that's a lot to unpack yeah. like to be 30 and to be finding out oh wow <laughs> like True. families actually might like each other and like do yeah, this stuff together and- yeah mm-hmm. oh and here I made a little personal note about wondering if Vaughn killed his dad because he is mentioning how he has no family and no home so hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. um they go for a walk as the sun is setting Riley asks Vaughn if he wants to go for a walk and everybody knows that it's code for doing it which is kind of weird but it is what it is (laughs) um they go and they're sitting down in a field and Riley wants to watch the moon rise so they'll be there for a while and Alex starts playing his trumpet um and Riley and Vaughn are like getting all into it and blah, blah and Vaughn feels like he can I wrote this down because it reminded me so much of the quotes at the beginning about Julia but Vaughn feels like he can smell stars in Riley's hair which mm-hmm. is kind of just that like throwback I love that. um yeah. yeah Alex starts playing strawberry field and Riley has a very immediate and overwhelming reaction she starts to cry um we find out that like Vaughn kind of asks her about it and she opens up and says that it reminds her of Julia um and she also mentions that she wishes she could see Julia's house again and then we find out that Vaughn's real name is Tyler Webb (laughs) what does this have to do with anything like we that's not we don't know Tyler yet right like that's not okay Mm -hmm. so we find Mm -hmm. out his real name or his Mm -hmm. I guess like birth name Mm -hmm. And Vaughn's all like weird and you think he's going to tell her something important. And then he suddenly just like, want to go to Chicago and see the house? (laughs) And she seems kind of hesitant at first, but she decides to go. He kind of tells her that he needs to trade in the car. He needs to go back to Chicago so he can trade in the car. He needs, there's something else. And he wants to do Yeah, and that there's going to be a signing and that he wants her there. Like, he's not going to go if she doesn't go. Mm-hmm. So? Of course. That's that! <laughs> of course. So off they go. Good night. <gasps> oh, geez. What's going to happen? Yeah. I was wondering if maybe his dad killed Nikki. Okay. That's okay. what was my first thought but then he is so, but why years... would that be illegal for Vaughn yes 
and then maybe because he's like aiding and or like hiding the truth yeah. or something but then I re- always keep forgetting that he's like 10 years older than her so like mm-hmm. maybe he did like you said kill him kill her like he was 19 years old and like you know bumming around being a baddie I don't fucking know at this point I don't even know at this point <laughs> I don't know either my thought the whole way through was that his dad had killed Nikki and like his dad had like obviously substance issues like he yeah. was a, an alcoholic of some sort like yeah interesting and Julia died in a car accident we found out as well apparently some sort yes. of accident yes I'm but wondering why, what's the water the water did you crash into water what if Nikki wanted the house because you know how she said she wanted half of the house and Julia had said you can have half of the house once you start paying for all of the upkeep and the bills and everything and she couldn't so maybe Julia got Vaughn's dad in on like or maybe Nikki got Vaughn's dad in on killing Julia somehow and then he came back and killed Nikki because she was garbage or like a loose end or something oh shit maybe oh shit I don't know fucking that's intense I don't know yeah because like I feel like they are getting to know each other and Riley was pretty vulnerable with the journal Mm -hmm. so I feel like it wouldn't be so quote-unquote bad if somebody that was connected to Vaughn or Vaughn himself killed Nikki like Mm -hmm. I know that's rude to say but it must be more connected to Julia I wonder yeah (sighs) I don't know I guess we'll have to read the end of the book and find out and hopefully there's no pranks and it's uh, there is an ending I'll be angry I think we'll get an ending I think think so too okay 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 all right (laughs) a river darchy thank you so much for listening please join us over at the book club babes facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations or on instagram at bookclubbabes.pod if you'd like to reach out to us directly, you can email us at bookclubbabes.pod at gmail.com or contact us on our website at bookclubbabes.ca. If you love the Book Club Babes podcast, please tell a friend about us. And until next time, bye! bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.